Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Welcome back to the Servants of Grace Theology segment. My name is Dave, and I'm the host for this podcast. And today, one of our listeners writes in, and they have a great question. And the question is, is Jesus coming back soon? What a fantastic question. You know, one common objection today to Christianity um, is a claim made by non-Christians that since Christians believe Jesus is coming back soon, and he hasn't, well, he won't come at all. Today, many people equate coming soon to going through the drive through line at their fast food, favorite fast food place of choice. So they, when they come to the question, is Jesus coming back soon? They think of this, they think immediately. And so when Jesus, though, spoke of his return, he spoke in terms of soon, not as immediately, but that he would come back. For example, in Revelation twenty-two twenty, Jesus says, surely I am coming soon. And then John adds the words, Amen, come Lord Jesus. The word, the Greek word soon is tachio. It's translated as soon or quickly or without unnecessary delay. And throughout the New Testament, tachu is used most often in the book of Revelation. So what is meant by soon is that the sovereign events of history have been set in motion that will usher in Christ's arrival without any unnecessary delay at all. This is why all of history is moving according to the timetable of God, who is in control of all of history. It's not only the Lord Jesus who speaks of the soon return of the Lord, but Peter says this of the return of Christ in 2 Peter 3.9, when he says, The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. You see, the Lord Jesus' return is soon in that the plan of God is advancing and is only delayed so that the elect, the people of God, may be saved. You see, the Lord Jesus' return is not only soon, we need to understand, it's also eminent. It means it could happen at any moment. The apostles even thought that the Lord Jesus' return might happen in their lifetime. And so they spoke of the Lord Jesus' return as a last day and urged the people of God to be ready and watchful. Jesus intends the people of God to believe in his imminent return because he used the language of being ready. But Jesus also mentions in Matthew twenty-four thirty-six that no one can know the day or the timing of his return, so Christians should live in expectancy that he is going to return at any moment. You see, Jesus wants every generation to live in the awareness that he may return suddenly. And all people will have to give an account of how they will find themselves. And so the question that we're talking about today, is Jesus coming back soon, is a resounding yes. He will return without unnecessary delay. In fact, Acts 1-7, it confirms the teaching of Jesus in Matthew 24-36, when he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons that the Father has fixed for his own authority. And Jesus said this after the disciples asked him if he was going to restore Israel. 
The point by Luke in Acts 1 and Jesus in Matthew 24 is that no one knows when he will return, but he will return. No one knows when the Lord Jesus will come back, and Scripture is silent about the timing of his return. In Matthew 26, 36-44, while speaking to people in the time of Jesus contains a general principle that is critical to understanding this subject. The timing of the Lord Jesus' return is not for anyone to know. And Scripture nowhere encourages the people of God to determine a date. Matthew 24, 42 does say this, Therefore stay awake, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. Matthew 24, 44 says, Christians are to be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. And so the principle of Matthew 24, 36 through 44 is that no one can know the date or the timing of the Lord Jesus' return. I've repeatedly already stressed the biblical principle of Jesus' teaching in Matthew 24, 36-44, because many people throughout church history have attempted to prophesy the exact date, and they claim to know precisely when he's returning. Now, while many dates have been proposed, all of them are wrong. Those teachers who predicted the Lord Jesus' return most often have questionable, if not heretical, doctrinal positions on many vital Christian doctrines. But based on Matthew 24, 36 and Acts 1, 7, Scripture warrants us to believe that it is not God's desire for Christians to calculate the exact day or hour of the return of the Lord. And anyone who undertakes such a task is misguided and wrong. And what is vital is that the people of God live in light of the imminent return of the Lord Jesus. So you see, the second coming of the Lord Jesus is mentioned in the Old Testament 1,500 times. And in one of every 25 verses in the New Testament, making reference to the Lord Jesus' second coming. Amos 3.7 highlights this biblical material when, he, when it says, For the Lord God does nothing without revealing his secret to his servants, the prophets. And the point that Amos is making is vital because it helps Christians understand that the return of Christ brings about the fulfillment of the kingdom of God, which is God's absolute rule over his creation. You see, what Jesus ushers in in the kingdom is two different judgments, two different resurrections, and two different eternities. Revelation 19, 11-16 highlights how the Lord will be ready for war where the nations will be gathered to fight against Jerusalem. Zechariah 14, 2 tells us this is for the battle of Armageddon and that it will be for the day when he returns. And further, this will be the day Revelation 19, 6-7 speaks about where the enemies of God will all be defeated along with the Antichrist and the false prophet and then Jesus will set up the kingdom of God. And so in establishing the kingdom of God, Jesus will judge those who are alive at the time of his second coming. And the judgment we are speaking about here is known as the judgment of the sheep and the goats or the judgment of the nations. So those who survive this judgment because of faith in the Lord will enjoy a thousand years of peace. Those who are guilty of not believing in the Lord Jesus will be consigned to the lake of fire. Satan is then bound and forbidden to do anything. There will also be a resurrection of all Christians. Resurrected Christians will join the whole people of God who are alive at the time of Christ's second coming and those whom he brings with him to heaven, and they will live with him during, this, during the thousand-year earthly reign of Christ. Satan will be released at the end of the thousand years, 
one final battle will occur, which will be immediately won by the Lord Jesus. The result of this battle will be Satan being consigned forever to the lake of fire. Next will be the second resurrection and another judgment. And now non-Christians at this time will be resurrected and judged at what is known as the great white throne judgment. And based on their works, they will be assigned to the lake of fire. So the reality of the Lord Jesus' return, it means there are two eternal destinies. One with him, one without him. At the return of the Lord Jesus will defeat all evil. The earth will be restored and the Lord wins. And so whether you recognize it or not, your response to the return of the Lord demonstrates whether you believe in the first coming of the Lord Jesus. The, for, the Christian's blessed hope is not only to go to heaven, but they will be with the Lord Jesus in heaven. And so your answer today, dear listener or watcher of this show, to the question, is Jesus coming back soon, is so vital because it speaks to your idea of the first coming of the Lord Jesus and about his finished and sufficient work. So I plead with you today, whether you're watching this or listening to it, to be reconciled to God because we're not promised tomorrow. And, and the Lord knows not only the very hairs on your head, your present thoughts, but he knows the length of all your days. Repent and trust in Christ alone, for Jesus is mighty to save by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. Dear Christian, do not shrink back in fear, but stand fast on the Lord Jesus and declare the glory of Christ to the perishing. I want to thank you for listening or watching this episode of the Servants of Grace Theology segment. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org. 